Father, we want to bless you and thank you for the gift of salvation and for the privilege we have in coming before you. Lord, this morning, speak to us, Lord. We are ready to hear from you. Give us a word, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. Amen. 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 Give the Lord praise and take your seat. So it's a month of influence and new beginning. And we'll be doing this amazing study on influence. I've been playing the sermon last Sunday to myself. You know, when you preach and your sermon is a blessing to you, then you know that you, you said something. Amen. And I believe that this morning, um, it's also going to be a blessing to you. Amen. It's going to be a blessing to you. How many of you enjoyed the all night? Wow. Wow. So this Friday, we're going to have a super, super all night. And this Friday, I'm coming with my Jama squad. Hey! Hey! There was something else. There was something else. You know, I like Jama. So, so this Friday, I'm, I'm actually importing people with gome and uh, all those things for this Friday. And I'm looking forward to having all the choirs. We didn't get the full house of the choirs. This Friday, I'm expecting to have the full house because... You have about 30 to 40 minutes to minister. And you can sing all the songs you want to sing. Because you are amazing choirs. And we enjoy having you. So this Friday, we want to have full choirs ministering and blessing. And for those of you I did not see, I want to see you this Friday. When I went home and I was telling mommy, I didn't see some faces. I was mentioning names actually. So if you didn't come, I went to report you to my wife. I was mentioning names. Don't know why mommy said. Mommy said, oh, these people are growing old. Leave them. They can't do, they can't do all night. So if you didn't come to the all night, mommy says you are growing old. So prove to mommy that you are not old. So see you at the all night. Now I'm going to speak to you today on the law of promotion. Then when I finish, I'll be inviting you to the week of divine appellatement. And I'll be having a night of divine upliftment with the women in the church on Monday evening. Sorry if you have a scheduled event, but prophetically, I want to impart the women in the church. Monday evening, a night of divine upliftment. At 6 p.m. at the, the Shifford Worship Center behind us here. I'll give details. And then on Tuesday evening, Tuesday evening, a night of divine upliftment with all the men in the church. I'm going to lay hands on you and prophesy on you and anoint you with oil. Amen. But, but hear the message now. So we are looking at the 12 laws of influence. Unraveling the secrets of significance. Your importance is determined by your impact. We defined, last week, we defined influence as having an effect. Having an effect. An effect means to cause something to happen. To cause something to happen. There are two groups of people in this church right now who are watching me and listening to me right now. Those who want something to happen to them. And those who want to happen to something. 
the people who change our world and become important and are celebrated are not those who want things to happen to them, but those who want to happen to things. Success do not happen to people. People happen to success. Are you here? And I, so this, throughout this uh, series, I'm trying to teach you how you can happen to things, how you can make things happen. And there's a law I call the law of legitimacy. You cannot speak on what you have not successfully practiced. And I thank God for, for the testimonies of these young men who have been around me and how I've, I've had effect on them. You know, they are marrying well. They are raising good functional families. Their wives are happy women. They are growing in their careers. They are loving the Lord deeper and deeper. And I look at these young men who have grown around me. Some have been around me 10 years, some 15 years, some I dedicated. How they have become like brothers. How they have become like sisters. And how they, they are contributing to ministry. And how they are contributing to the way God has given me. I've seen how uh, Pastor Obina came to church with um, Honorable Ita. As young men, very, very active young men, active in all things, and how they have become active in the things of God. Pastor Bina now has an, an MA in ministry and is working for the Lord. Amazing impact, and all of you here can testify on about how my ministry has impacted your lives how the things i teach i teach have influenced you but i also believe that i am not supposed to be the only one influencing you the purpose of influence in the church is to go out there and influence generations and influence families and influence friends you need to have impact you need to leave an indelible mark on someone. You, your generation must feel you. Your friends must feel you. Your family must feel you. Your workplace must feel you. The other day, Jacob went to work for his uncle Laban. And when he wanted to leave, Laban said, I know by divination, by divination that God has blessed me through you. <laughs> Satan even confessed to Laban that this guy, you are blessed because of this guy. He made impact. He had an effect on the uncle. The other day, Joseph went as a slave in the house of Potiphar. And the Bible said Potiphar left everything in the sense because Potiphar felt the impact of Joseph. I pray for you. The men and women from all walks of life will feel your impact. I pray that the oil that will make you impactful will fall upon you this month. In the name of Jesus. The power of God will come upon you and will make you very impactful. You will happen to things. You will change stories. You will transform lives. In the name of Jesus. 
we went on to look at first corinthians 1 26 to 28 how how the people that god used were not people that were born by noble men they came from nowhere like my story have come from nowhere to be where i am today imparting lives every single day i meet people who are not members of this church who would tell me about how my lifestyle and the things i share on social media on tv on the radio have impacted their lives I've been walking through a crab business school and I will meet students who say, Bishop, I came to this school because of you. This and, this. and then they will share their, their impact stories. That's how life should be. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Out of your belly must flow rivers of living waters. People that come around you must testify about satisfaction. How, how they are blessed being around you how your life has transformed them how your association with you has accelerated their lives and it can happen amen so last week i taught you about the law of providence how you use the gift given to you by god determines how great you become that everybody is gifted with something by God. The source of every influence is from God. He's giving you some gift that you can use. Today, I want to talk on the law of promotion. The law of promotion. The law states the shortest distance from obscurity to prominence is divine upliftment. The shortest distance from obscurity to prominence is divine upliftment. This week is a week of divine upliftment. And God is about to lift someone from obscurity to prominence. If we believe, say yeah, amen. Look at the scripture. First Samuel 8, verse Samuel 2, verse 8. First Samuel 2 verse 8. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sees them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For in other versions of the Bible, the Bible talks about people being lifted from the dunk hill Bola. from the toilets and God is in that business of taking people like you from the position of obscurity to the position of prominence and you know why God does that so that all glory and honor will be given to him the reason why I believe that you becoming prominent is only a matter of time. It is not if, it is only when. Are you here? It's only a matter of time. Because God wants to glorify himself in your life. 
you are a candidate for divine testimony god wants your story to evangelize the lost are you here so i believe that god is about to take you from that position of obscurity to prominence listen life is a journey from nowhere to somewhere it is all right if right now as you sit here you don't even know what to do with your life you, you don't know where to go from here it is all right because that is how life is designed you start life you don't know where you will go the next day but guess what god comes in takes over your life and the next time you realize you are somewhere and you know that this is the hand of god i told you the story of me traveling with my daughter my last born then she was she was quite little we're flying an aircraft and she was sitting by the windows and she kept telling me daddy we are not going i said to the we are we are flying and then she looks into the window and goes daddy look we are the same place and i didn't know what was what to tell her then after several hours we hear the pilot announcing that we're descending west he said huh daddy now we are moving i said daughter we have been moving all these hours just that the plane moved so fast that your eyes couldn't catch the speed see sometimes when god is moving that fast with your life and your eyes is not able to catch the speed of god you think you are at one place <laughs> are you here <laughs> you you think you are at one place but when the pilot announces that we are ready to come down then you begin to see that god has moved now today i would like to establish that god is working behind the scenes for someone here you see when when moses was when when joseph was in prison and nothing was happening god was working behind the scenes he was causing a king to dream and it was confusing all the dream interpreters of the king not to be able to interpret the dreams he was robbing them of the wisdom and the ability to interpret the dreams so while joseph was in prison god was working behind the scenes i came to announce to someone here that god is working behind the scenes god is working behind the scenes in the name of jesus it may look like nothing is happening but i can assure you that god is working behind the scenes for some of us where we have got into if 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 god had worked if we saw what god was doing we would have interfered the same the most important creation of god can i tell you the most important thing god created can i tell you it's not man but woman women are the most important things god created no no yeah i'm telling you 
they are, they are the only people with a womb but through whom God can bring that Jesus even came through are, are you here now we men we don't come anywhere near women what women can carry we cannot carry but for God to create that most important creature God has to cause a man to sleep and he created woman whilst man was sleeping he, he made woman at the blind side of a man and guess what God created the most important thing out of a man and he gave it back to man are you here now it should tell men it should tell men how 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 you are loaded are you here now now when you see that the most important thing ever created is woman and god decided that instead of taking a clay to create woman he would rather pick a woman out of man he should tell you what you carry as a man are you here now when you disrespect a woman you disrespect a woman you you it's because you don't know who you are are you here with me and the amazing thing about god is that god is very fair because god does not want men to have the kind of superiority god took woman out of man and decided that from that day any human being that will come on earth must come through a woman <laughs> are you here am i telling you something am i telling you something i'm just trying to establish how how important you are and how influential you are and that everything you need to succeed is already deposited in the inside of you god god didn't need to go back to the garden of eden to recreate everything he's everything you need to become and you need to do is already deposited in the inside of you the reason why i don't despise anybody the reason why people have access to me when you come to my office during my counseling times you will see people that walked in chalawate to my office and people that drove range rover to my office all of them waiting to see me on equal basis because i the worst thing that can ever happen to you is to despise a man is to despise a human being i have been despised before but the people that despise me now come looking for me you are a career of something are you here you are a career of something that can change your family a career of something that can change your generation nobody in this church will ever be remembered by your tombstone you will be remembered by your by your milestone there'll be so much achievements in your life that when you are dead and gone after 100 years people will still talk about you and people will still teach others about you you will not become a failure you are too anointed to fail you will not 
be under the control of any curse you are too blessed to be cursed in the name of jesus do you know what i enjoy i just realized that i work under pressure it does look like it. you see everything everything that is good functions better when it goes through difficult times talk about gold talk about diamonds talk about everything that has quality so you see what you are going through now please keep this at the back of the of your mind god will never god will never bring upon you or allow a situation you cannot handle to come your way in every temptation there is a way of escape now keep this never forget that you are wired for success you were not wired to fail you were wired for success Failure is a process. So, a process to your success. There are three P's you must keep in mind as I run you through this series. Providence, process, and product. So, God has in mind that you are a product of God. A certain product to meet the needs of people in your generation. A certain product to meet the needs of your people in your generation. But every product before it is produced must come through a certain process. Whatever you are going through that looks like you have failed is just a process. And when I come to talk about the law of process... You will understand that success is the product of a process. Are you here? So don't give up on yourself. Let everybody give up on you, but you don't give up on yourself. Don't. Too anointed, too blessed, too equipped to fail. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You cannot sit through the valley of the shadow of death. You cannot sleep in the valley of the shadow of death. You must walk through it. You must walk through it. Listen. If your journey to significance, if your journey to success requires that you go through the valley of the shadow of death, God is not going to suspend that journey. He will still take you through. But his presence will carry you through. If you are making your journey in an aircraft, when the plane decides to fall, please use a parachute. Because you have no excuse for not arriving at your destination. You are too equipped. The breath of God in you contains everything you need to succeed 
when God breathed into you the breath of life, it was a package. It was a package. It was a package. It was a package. Your problem is that you don't know who you are. Your problem is that you are looking for external source of strength. But the strength to break through, to succeed, and to achieve is a deposit. It's in the inside of you. My father died when I was 18 years old. It was as if the world has just been shut on us. We wept like something. My mother's fear was how she was going to take us through. Seven children, my father just died. All of us depended, depended on his begging. And now he was dead and gone and as if the world has come to an end. I just knew something. I just knew something. I just knew that whatever was going to transform my family was something that was deposited in me. I always believed that I could change the situation of my family. I believed it. I believed it. I believe it. There is somebody here. I am talking to, I'm talking to someone here. My mom is here. My mom says, I'm proud of you. You see, I'm talking to someone here. That what will change the course of your family? What will change the direction of your village that you came from? Is something that is already deposited in the inside of you. You are on a journey with the Lord. A journey to prominence. When you meet the Red Sea, don't get discouraged. Wait. The wind is coming. That wind will divide that Red Sea. And you will walk through the sea on dry land. There will not even be a mud to dirty you. You will walk on the sea, on the, in the middle of the sea, on dry land. Raises the poor from the dust. Let them throw the dust on you. Because God needed the dust for you to sit in the dust. So that when he lifts you, when he uplifts you, everybody will know where he lifted you from. There's a very important story in the book of Esther. And there's a character in the book of Esther known as Mordecai. The book of Esther ends with a very important statement about Mordecai. If you read the book of Esther from the back, you will not appreciate what God did in the book of Esther. But the whole of the book of Esther is about how God can take ordinary people and do extraordinary things with them. Look at this. So this man, Mordecai, mostly spent his time at the gates of the king's palace. 
He was more or less a gate man. A gate man. A gate man. Esther chapter 2 verse 19. When the virgins were assembled a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. And he used to spend a lot of time at the king's gate. It was at the king's gate that he discovered some people wanted to kill the king and reported it. It was at the king's gate that Haman realized that he was not bowing to him. It was at the king's gate that he put on sackcloth and went weeping there. He was a gate man. He was a man that didn't have access to the palace. You know, sometimes God does not allow you to be given birth to in the palace but allows you to begin life at the gate of the palace. So that when you enter the palace, everybody knows that God did it. It is alright for you to be at the palace, at the gate of the palace, and wait for your time. That is not where you are going to be forever. That is not where you are going to be forever. Don't, don't fret yourself. Don't, don't panic because someone else went ahead of you. Don't. Don't. Listen, our destinies are different. You can't be me. I can't be you. You can't have what I have. I can't have what you have. It is not if God exhausts you. It is when God exhausts you. Your exhortation, your prominence, your testimony is only a matter of time. Are you here? Now look at this. The man at the gate, now Esther chapter 9 verse 4. Mordecai was prominent in the palace. His reputation spread throughout the provinces. And he became more and more powerful. The man who once sat at the gate. Now the Bible said that Mordecai was prominent in the palace. He was not just in the palace, but he was prominent in the palace. He was prominent in the palace. And his reputation, reputation spread. And he became more and more powerful there is a prominent man that god is raising in this service there is a prominent woman god is raising in this service he became more and more powerful during this series i'll talk about the law of power he became more and more powerful you are becoming more and more powerful. You may be at the gate today, but there is a prominent place in the palace waiting for you. It's only a matter of time. You have to believe it. You have to pray about it. You have to fast about it and see God 
working for you. Now I want to show you something. I want to show you the five things God uses to promote us. Then I would end my sermon. The five things God uses to promote us. The five things God uses to promote us. One, your skills. Your skills. Your skills. Your skills. Proverbs 22 verse 29. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will serve before kings. Not obscure men. So, Brother Bonnie, inside you right now is a skill. Zakotia, inside you right now, inside you right now, is a skill. Sometimes the greatest enemy of your skill is your comfort zone. It's your comfort zone. Everybody's looking for a comfort zone. For some people, life is about they getting something to eat every day. And once they are eating, they are fine. Life is beyond that. Life is about you making impact. Years ago, I fought. I sacked my son Kevin and his friends who were watching football. Watching the football was not my problem. But after watching the football, they started arguing among themselves who was the best player and who was this. The football was played for 90 minutes plus 15 minutes this thing. It was done. These boys played football for 90 minutes. For 90 minutes. And that week, they were going to receive, some were going to receive $90, $1,000 pounds. Some were going to receive 150,000 pounds. Some were going to receive... Uh, 250,000 pounds and yet they were for 90 minutes and some of them were 18 some of them were 20 and Kevin and his friends who were discussing were around the same age I went to them and I said to them your age mates just played football for 90 minutes and you are going to, they are going to receive thousands of pounds and after the football, you have sat here, you have argued for over two hours. Who is paying you for this argument? I said, guys, get out of my house. And go and develop your skill. You can't be an observer of events. You must be a creator of events. That's what a lot of young people do. They spend all their time. The premiership has just started. And young people in this country are going to spend their weekends not just watching. They will gather two hours before the match starts to argue. And watch the match for two hours. Or one and a half hours. And argue for another two hours. For what? 
I thought football was supposed to be for an entertainment. But if you spend all your time entertaining yourself, you never become successful. You, even those, listen, let me tell you this. The Bible talks about those who love food and love to gorge themselves on meat becoming poor. All you are looking for is for weekend to come for football to start. I said, don't watch events. Create events. That is how you become successful. Are you here? And everything you need to become that successful is in the inside of you. Are you here? Now, number two, your performance. Your performance. God wants to use your performance in life to promote you. God wants to use your performance in life to promote you. Daniel 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the princes, presidents and princes. Because an excellent spirit was in him. Everything he gave to Daniel to do, he did it excellently. Excellently. Everything you gave him to do, he did it excellently. Even though an angel of the Lord appeared to him, it was not the appearance of the angel that brought him promotion. It was his excellent spirit that brought him promotion. Fast and pray is important. We are praying, church. But promotion does not just come by praying and fasting. You have to deliver something. God, God has to make an argument for you. God has to make an argument for you. Do you know why I am where I am today? Because when I have an opportunity to preach like I'm preaching, I do it excellently. I don't go and take one scripture. If I give you my pulpit and you come and stand there unprepared, you will never get that again from me. Every time I host people, they come to the school, they come to my house, they come to church. One of the things they will say is that this, this, you are a man of excellence. Are you here? Please, never settle for 70%. I think for some universities, 70% is, is A. But you see, If me and you get A's, it's just like it's just like fighting for a place in the university, and the university have a very small. And you say, "I have, I have A, 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 A." They did not accept me. Somebody's A was ninety percent. Somebody's A was hundred percent. Your A was seventy percent. So when they, it comes to selecting from that field. That is very highly competitive. They go for the A that is stronger. Never settle for a weak A. Go for the strongest A. Are you here? Don't just write an examination to pass. 
right an examination to be celebrated. Oh, I'm just do, do. once I enter, once I enter. I just received my results from LSE. I got married. A friend of mine got distinction, so I'm not hanging my certificate. Because we don't celebrate marriage, we celebrate distinction. So I may take the same course again. But go for the highest in life. If we're seamstress and you want God to promote you to begin to sow for presidents and first ladies, first ladies, first ladies, first ladies, when you measure your kaba. <laughs> Measuring kaba for me, one hand is longer than the other. My wife is wearing your kaba. You were a church member, you are sewn for my wife, but my wife's kaba. If I look at her like this, I say, Ah, your one hand is longer than the other. That is the end. I'm not going to waste my money on you delivering something below excellent because you are my church member. And when daddy was doing his party, he did not let us cook. He did not let us cook. He did not let us cook. If you know how to cook, just bring me food for free. Let me taste. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, listen. I am a brando eating your food and recommending you. I am not the one you are going to make money from. I am the one who is going to show you where to make money. The last time I heard that argument, then we are the one who cook in this church. And then when now they can afford, they are bringing in caterers. They are bringing in caterers. They are bringing in caterers. Sister, what is your problem? It is my money. I decide how to use it. Where to use it. You see, when you have a sense of entitlement in life, you will never achieve excellence. When you think, Kevin is my first son. I have just told him, son, when I die, everything I have is yours. But as far as I am alive, you must work for it. I'm not just going to get up and say, son, I am giving you this amount of money every month. Just even now that, now that he has to work for my money, look at his size. You can see that the guy is enjoying more than me. So then when I look at them, I say, God, why? This is very unfair distribution of the tattoo of fair flesh. At least let's share pepe pepe. It's an excellent young man, good character, humble, respectful. But humility and respect will not necessarily give you access to wealth. The Bible talks about the Bible talks about a prophet who died who feared the Lord who feared the Lord and yet his creditors came to catch his wife. Holiness is not a substitute for working hard to create wealth. Be holy, it will take you to heaven. But it will not give you money here. You cannot go to buy cassava with holiness. You buy with money. Are you here? <laughs> now, 
there are certain people who think that who think that once I have fasted and I prayed, God owe me. God owe me something. It's having a sense of entitlement. It's having a sense of entitlement. There are some of you in this church. Who would be offended? Who would be offended that daddy, daddy did not give me scholarship? In fact, there were people I gave scholarship to. They were supposed to write a foreign examination. And I said, I will not pay for the foreign bit of it. All the local costs have taken it. They were offended. They left church. It's a sense of entitlement. It doesn't make you become excellent. Are you here? Perform in life to the highest. Whatever your hands finds to do, do it with all your might. For the grave where you are going, there is no work. That's what the Bible says. I've never seen one lazy person promoted by the Lord. I have seen a son of Jesse who placed well the hub. Excellent. That was what brought David into prominence. I have seen a son of Jesse who placed well the hub. Joseph was called. The king said, listen, I've had a dream. I want interpretation. But I'm not even going to tell you the dream. Go and look for the dream and come and give me the interpretation. The man dived deep into his gift. He went to the ultimate level of his gift and came, told the king the dream and gave the interpretation. The same with Daniel. Are you here with me? If we're a hairdresser, the only thing you can do is that you cannot create hair. But whatever you, you, you can do with hair, to make even ugly people look nice. Do it. People pay for excellence. They don't pay for mediocrity. We all come from the same village. And I'm selling something. And you pass by me. And go and buy it from another person. We come from. Listen. Listen. I told somebody, I told somebody, some bankers came to me, wanted to offer me some loans, and I didn't like the, the interest. I was negotiating, they were pulling, I told them, you know something? You know something? Even if my mother runs a bank, and his interest rate is higher than my enemy's interest rate, I'll go to my enemies to get the loan. So that I can make profit to bury my mother if she dies. Amen. Okay. Reference. Reference. So we, we meet the scripture for this. I repeated the same scripture. But it talks about when Joseph said to the cup bearer, if it goes well with you, remember me and mention me to Pharaoh. The connections you build is crucial for God to use to accelerate you. That is why you must build very close relationship and long-term relationships. But any relationship that will not make you relevant, forget it. Oh, he was my schoolmate. And so what? And so what? Is that relationship making you relevant? What a nonsense thing I see. When you see a group of followers who come together.
to protect their field, their status. And, and so now you have letters and you are going with them. You have letters and you are going with them. Life is progressive. If you are at one place and I see people moving, I'll move with them. They, are you here? They want you. They want you to remain the same with them. If we are not progressing, let us not all progress. Because if we progress, you make us feel bad. You see that Jacob and Esau were fighting in the womb. When Jacob was coming out, who was holding the leg? Esau. No, um, when Esau came out, who was holding the Jacob? He said, no, I'm not letting you go and leave me. We are all going out together. See if your relationships are making you relevant. A friend who cannot open a door for you by your association with him will shut many doors, run away from that friendship. Friendships must offer you good names to benefit from. Giant shoulders to stand on. But the fact that you are a friend to someone is making you lose opportunities. Run away from there. Let me conclude on this one. Quickly, let's go. Service. The other key God uses to promote is how you serve. Matthew 20 verse 26. Don't so with you instead. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Savior was talking about servant leadership in our office. When you come to a crowd business school, the only thing that separates me from my staff is my office. Because people come to meet me. I'm the ambassador. But everything they do, if I'm available, I'll get myself involved in. You find me in the office everywhere, even in this church. I am not that difficult to see because to see, of course, I'm a servant of you people. I serve you. I'm called to serve you. I don't lord myself over you. And the secret to one of the greatest things I've ever experienced in my life, success, is my ability to serve. Standing here today, I am serving you. Preaching this sermon, I am serving you. All these things I'm sharing with you. Where do I know you from? I have prayed for people, pastored people who became successful and abandoned me. So why don't I keep all these secrets to myself, apply it and become the only successful person? No, it's a call to serve. I owe you a duty to serve you. It is the greatest secret to my success. Everywhere you have the opportunity to render a service, do it. This church offers you the opportunity to serve so that God can exalt you. Lastly, I hope it's the last. I think so. I'm assuming it is. Here is humility. First Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God. That he may exhort you in due time. 
Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Never in your life think that you are better than other people. Some people feel they are better because of the tribe they come from. There are people who even marry and look down on the tribe of the people they are married from. What kind of stupidity is that? You want to marry me, but you don't respect my tribe? Then why are we married? Then you become arrogant because you come from a certain tribe? Why did you? So, so I was with a group of people in Germany, some Americans, who wanted me to feel that I come from, I come from a, a less important country. So, having lunch somewhere, then we're asking, okay, where do you come from? Where do you come from? I said, I come from Ghana. Oh, really? Where is Ghana? The first thing I said was that your history book is not a good book. If you don't know about Ghana, that whoever taught you history didn't teach you well. The first country that gained independence in sub-Saharan Africa, you don't know about that. I said, you don't know about where your ancestors came to take the slaves? You don't know about where your ancestors came to take the slaves? You don't know where the British Empire came to steal the gold from? You don't know about that? You don't know about these things? Then they all went quiet. I said, let me tell you something. My great-grandfathers, my ancestors built America for you. You did nothing. You have no right to assume superiority over me because you come from America and I come from Ghana. We're all in the same school. I said, check my records. I'm learning in your language, but I'm better than you. I said, I'm, I'm making better grace than you. I'm making better grace than you. But they were paying for my dinner. So I stopped there. Poverty is not a good thing. It doesn't allow you to explode. I was exploding. Then I remembered that they would pay for me. And then I ended there. May God bless you and keep you. May God bless you and keep you. This week is a week of divine upliftment. May the Lord uplift you. May the Lord bring promotion your way. May the Lord honor you. May you succeed from all fronts. In the name of Jesus. It is done. I see a gate man entering the palace this week. In the name of Jesus. Amen.